So I'm just talking to you. All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, I'm Mystery Matt, I think. (laughs) Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and this is the Mystery Matt Christmas special. I almost said Halloween special. I I don't know. I guess I miss Halloween. Um, (laughs) But yeah, welcome. Uh, We're talking about absolutely nothing and everything all at the same time. So, Like normal? (laughs) Like normal, but this time it's it's structured chaos. Mm. Well, not really structured either, but... So who's here? uh, We've got Colleen, Nancy, Sarah, myself, and Peter. And Duncan's here too, but he doesn't say much. Only if you try and take something of his, and then he's really mad. You forgot Lucy. Lucy's here. Lex is here, but they usually don't get in the way. I don't know. Find out later, I guess. So yeah, uh, and River. River. (laughs) Can't forget River. She's short, and she eats all her stuff. See that there? It wasn't meant to be. I'm gonna shake my fist at you so hard. You know what's funny? I knew that was coming. (laughs) That's what she said. All all the porn on the internet nowadays, I just sit there and I shake my fist at it. Colleen's just trying not to smile. She knows it's dirty as hell. And it took less time this time to talk about penises than normal. Yeah. And Peter hasn't even stepped in yet. I (laughs) know. Well, you like the penis. Peter, do you have a penis comment? Well, no, why why did we jump? Yeah, that's an interesting question. <clears throat> Let me swallow from talking the porn to immediately meaning that penises have been mentioned. Boom, and and like and I wasn't there. But generally, <clears throat> generally when you talk about porn, there's penises involved. There's right. also a few other bits, but generally there's penises. Again, that's not what you're looking for at it, is it, Matt? You know, that's not why you're there. What for the penis? For the porn. When you're at porn, you're not there for the penis. Not usually, no. Well, yeah, right. But yet immediately the entire group. Oh, well, I'm all for the dick. Well, I, completely. I'm all for the dick. Yeah, there see, we go. If, if you look at it from my point of view. No tacos? Chris and I. <laughs> just, no. just sausage? Just sausage. The sajich? <laughs> if you look at it from my point of view, Chris and I are severely outnumbered. We're surrounded by women and gay men. Yeah. 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 So, Which like, are really the same thing in one. No. Women well, and gay men? No. <laughs> not, not, not really. That, that's a different free for all event uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. We could call it "How Not to Get Pregnant." What do you think, Peter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't knock someone up who doesn't have the equipment. Well, yeah. uh, unless you read a megaverse. Well, and 
you, manga, unless you read a manga first. manga porn. Yeah, a, yeah. And then you can get some really... subject. Yeah. And let's just be honest. If you and I start talking that, we leave these three out. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, who here knows what a megaverse is? <laughs> I know what hentai is. Um, I've seen some mangas that have fan service that's what they call it when they're extra risque oh gotta love the, the fan subs sometimes the fan subs are far better than the official subs um, oh no no i'm talking about like the whole series is yeah. just like it's drawn in a way where you're constantly looking up somebody's whatever right oh, yeah that's often the korean ones like often oh, no, the japanese are not but the the korean ones are often pretty pretty raunchy yeah. You know, they get pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. We got to get Sarah her own mic. She keeps saying stuff that's funny <laughs> off mic, which doesn't help me at all because they get deleted now. I can't help it because a lot of the times my... um Yeah, because <laughs> well, yeah, I don't believe in God. So, but, so Peter um, just did it, but he said uh, that Sarah's mad because her arms are too short to box with God. I'm like a T-Rex. Rock. No, a lot of the times the one-liners come up so fast that I don't have time to grab the microphone. We we got to get a lapel system going. I think, I think so. Yeah, you know, we should look into those. But then, no, no, like a little clip on mic, you goof. At least uh, off the dick. You don't even have to wear a shirt as long as you have enough chest hair. You can come like on Big Brother. They have ones that go around their neck. Oh yeah, we just to put the cord around your neck. Oh, that that could get into something else. Too. What about if maybe you get ones that are like nipple clamped ones? <laughs> you just want to see something <laughs> hanging off the ring. That's all you want. What the fuck are you lo- watching now? She like, wants to what see are you into? To, like, lift a no, she wants. Like Sarah, <laughs> she wants. The mic's on the other one. <laughs> oh, she w- testing, testing. Thank God you don't have the visual. <laughs> oh, hello, everybody. Would that be called you, boob? No, she of just wants to see it hanging <laughs> off the nipple <laughs> ring, right? Okay. Wow. As long as we have our own mics and I'm not talking into somebody else's boob, I'm good. Hi, <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> Nice to see you today. <laughs> you guys are peeking out really bad. Again, we're sober. Most of yeah, were we supposed to be talking about like Christmas or something no. today? No, we're no. just doing a complete free fall. It's of a everything. Christmas free for all okay. Christmas special because we're probably going to finish off the season with this one. It's the Christmas free for all. Because it's Christmas time and we're having a free for all. Okay, it's not, not a that Christmas we're having a free for all about Christmas. Oh, okay, all right. I was off then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I read it wrong. Too. Yeah, I misunderstood <laughs> as well. Okay, all right. I was. Yeah, I think there was a comma in there. I think there was a comma in there that we yeah. were missing. Okay, all right. Christmas time and free for all, but Christmas, not combined. Christmas season might have yeah. worked better. Now, yeah. Work on your wording next time. Well, I called it the Christmas special free for all. You know, essentially, no. Special, and we're not talking. We're not talking like the Olympics either. Well, we're all very special. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> that looks loose. Can you? What this one? Yeah. <laughs> she said. One looks loose. <laughs> it was loose. It was loose. Yeah. Loose like your mom. Careful, ladies, don't break things. Sorry, I should have said the. I haven't mom figured coffee. out how to replace them yet. <laughs> um. Well, I guess in a way we are kind of talking about Christmas, so. Done. Check. Christmas free for all done. Check. So, since we're talking about Christmas and we're talking about moms. No, I'm not telling you what you're getting. Oh, sorry. No, I'm going to tell them what I get. 
I say the same thing every year. I'm going to get my mom a pair of slippers and a dildo so that if she doesn't like the slippers, she can go fuck herself. <laughs> yeah. Good thing it, your mom has a sense of humor. Yeah. And, and she drinks, so she forgets. Yeah. Surprise every year. It's funny every year. Yeah. It, it's it's the material that keeps on giving. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Most people call it messy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's oh. where the batteries in the stocking come into play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the toys keep going and going. Does it go? Mm. <laughs> Mommy, why is the present <laughs> vibrating away? You know, I, I hate to say it, but I think if, if I, I, I'd be worried that if I gave my mom like a dildo or something, she'd look at it and go, what is this for? My 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 mom is so... She's so sweet and wonderful, but a little bit naive in some of those ways. Like, her and my dad found a, a Playboy in my drawer when I was, I don't know, like, no, it was a Playgirl I when I was about say. 19 or 20. And my mom just sits down like, why would she have something like this? Oh, my God. What did we do? Why does she have this? My dad goes, well, at least she's looking at guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you should tell her it's for making better batter of bitter butter. <laughs> yeah. See, oh, this was a play and girl. that's not a doubt I have with my parents at all, right? <laughs> I'm sure you remember John Street. My mother bent over the chair being cursed, corseted by a friend of mine's left boot in her back to get it really tight to prove that she could wear a corset. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, my mother would know what to do with it. <laughs> but, you know, my mom. my mom's a nurse. Like, she knows all this stuff, but it's like there's these times where it's I taught when I was eight years old, I taught my parents what a French tickler was. No, I taught my mom. My dad knew, but I taught my mom. I'm like, I started talking about French ticklers, and my mom was like, What is that? Haven't you seen Monty Python? Uh, Monty Python. I, yeah. like, I could go so, down to the drugstore right now and get a French tickler. tickler. Yeah. And so my mom's like, Wait a minute. My daughter's te- my eight year old is teaching me about these things. Okay. Something's really wrong, but my mom was raised by a lady. You know why I can do that, Margaret? Because I'm a Protestant. <laughs> I can yeah, honestly, had nothing on I that, can right? honestly say my mom does know what these things are. Um, she doesn't partake though, but she knows what these things are, and because I know how she's would taught you me. Know that she doesn't partake. I know my mom. Like, does pers- she go around going, no. "I don't do that," and do you believe anyone who says, "I don't do that"? No, not necessarily. <laughs> but I know my mom's personality, and she's not. She's very much like me in that sense. I find that if they say they don't like porn, that is a lie. They do like porn. They just don't want you to know what kind. That's usually the... I find it hard to believe that anybody over the age of 16, at least, 16, at least, has not indulged themselves in some kind of pornography in some way. And you don't always need spit. (laughs) What do you mean? I subscribe to Netflix. Of course I've watched porn. It's all over it. And Prime. One thing... Okay, since we're on the topic of Netflix, Wednesday has... Have many people... Oh, my God. What? I finished it. I, I saw the first episode of Wednesday today on Netflix, which is, um, it's essentially Wednesday now going to like high school and then oh, yeah. fantastically done. Okay, I have fantastic. Even heard of it. No, fantastic. Tim Burton. Yes. Oh, yes. Tim Burton. So like I've start I finished it this week and I've already started rewatching it. So, and is it like a full season? Yeah. Eight episodes. Oh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have uh-huh. to binge that. Oh, you like, are. P- Peter oh, and mentioned then, and then it. You will be saying the next time I see you. Oh my good god! 
Peter mentioned it a uh, what a week ago. No, was it a month ago? Yeah, because it came out around like just after Halloween. Yeah. Oh, but it's yeah. So so yeah, I caught it just right after Halloween and just devoured it. Just devoured. I wasn't happy with who they picked for Gomez though. Um, Maybe because I'm not uh, you a know fan what? of you know that what? actor. And that's the funny thing. When I first saw it, and when I first, you know, the first few episodes where you see him, mm-hmm. no, I didn't like Gomez. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go back to the New Yorker and the Adams Family. And and they actually tell you in the series, not the outlet, but the background history of why Gomez is a villain and where his family is. They're a family of assassins, right, all yeah. the way through. Yeah. Suddenly, that weird body type and hit that character, the Mexican Spanish guy at comedian playing him, like whose name escaping me, Louis. Guzman. Louis, but but that just went. Oh, oh wow! And now he is doing that because that was what we had started to lose in Gomez was that killer instinct. Yeah, and he so just nailed it and brought it back. And at that point in time, I said, "Number one, Gomez." Oh, don't wreck it for me. Don't wreck it oh. for me. Yeah, I'm no, only... don't, don't wreck it for me either because I've just put it on my list on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but yeah, Gomez was was it evil from evil family. Like his family history was insane. Well, 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 they, they through the story of Wednesday, you see and meet and get to know every one of the Adams family relatives. Oh, cool. Right? It's really, really well done. Um, When I looked at it, I'm like, oh, my God. God, he's not very easy on the eyes. But I know when you go back to the original comic strip, he wasn't supposed to be the pretty boy. He was supposed to be kind of <laughs> ghoulish looking. And that's where it made Morticia different, right? So He was actually drawn more round. Yeah, he was very round. He was uh, actually, the the cartoon movies that have come out recently, they actually got it pretty accurate too, where he's more roundish, more icky, not so... Tish, my dear, you know, and all that. That's the one thing that bothers me, though, about Hollywood is you will, whenever anything is portrayed, you will have men that like Adam Sandler and men that aren't necessarily like deemed in quote unquote attractive but or heartthrobs, but they're the wives that play are always like beyond gorgeous women. Yeah. And as a woman that is a plus size woman, it's very disheartening to see that because it tells us that it's okay for the man to not be gorgeous and and you know built like an adonis god but that the woman has to be Mm. that's actually why i love british tv is because it is not about how pretty you are how cute you are how gorgeous how hot how whatever it's about how good can you act like when you look at a lot of the british sitcoms dramas whatever the people who are playing like the big stars they are not attractive but but they are absolutely so talented like one of the biggest things i remember okay i'm a huge doctor who fan don't say and yeah i know anyway uh tom baker who was the third uh, the fourth doctor who who was an absolute uh phenomenon over in britain he decided to quit to go to the states to become a star problem is he's not handsome he's ugly he's talented beyond belief but he was he was not cute for hollywood standards he couldn't get a job because it didn't matter what his skills were. He didn't have the look. So he had to go back to Britain. And that's why I love the British stuff. It's not <laughs> it's not hot guys with hot women. It's they really are generally it's it's about how good they are, not what their looks are. That's why I like the British. Yeah. 
good segue right, to what I want to say. Connected to Netflix, has anybody watched Harry and Meghan? No. Nope. No. Okay, I actually really adore these two. I saw um, a meme that said Harry and what now? I I honestly think that they've really had a bum rap, and people say that she's bitching. Is it not coming up? Ooh, I don't know. Um, they say that she's uh, attention-seeking and stuff. I don't think that's the case. Um, I found that they were very raw and very real in this documentary. Um, I have no problem with them. And the only thing that's anybody's business, really, when it comes down to it, is are they happy together? Yes, they are. Yeah. You know, and I also saw a side of Prince Harry of seeing the side of his mom come out in him and that worrisome and more care about his family than his title. And I have to admire that. And I look at him and I'm, I see a real person. I see somebody who's not, who's actually enjoying his life now and has the freedom to do so to a point because the media and the tabloids and stuff are still relentless to these two people. You know, it's like they just should give them their space. Give them their space. And let well, them, they want to be private life. citizens now. They don't want to be part of the monarchy world. Now, right? I so. am the exact opposite. I detest Megan. I absolutely detest her. Um, it's been following from the beginning. The problem is there's far too many lies they've told. Far too many lies. Like, we want to leave the family and lead private, quiet lives outside of the media. So we're going to go to Canada. And then they immediately go to Hollywood and try to find all these things and get in the popular. So I am not – I think that, hey, let them be happy. Fine. That's perfectly fine. Hey, can I finish? Yeah. So I want to comment on the but, Canada thing first. So the reason they left Canada is because – the tabloids found them and they wanted to get away because actually they had their security pulled at the same time and they left and Tyler Perry took them in. The, so they needed safety. The reason, one of the reasons why they left though was because Canada refused to pay for their security because that is not our flipping job. And we went, yes, they were. They had, they had requested that Canada foot the bill for their whole security. And we're like, no, no, we are not doing that. And as soon as we said we wouldn't, they jumped ship to... Uh, uh, to uh, Hollywood because they were hoping that as a commonwealth we would foot the bill. And we said no, and they immediately were like, no, we're going. But Whether it's- or not they were about their security, the fact is is that both Megan and Archie's lives were actually endangered and nobody seemed to give a shit. And the thing is, is that whether you like them or not, they don't deserve to have their life taken no. from them. And I... And- to give them some kind of sense of security because they were being stalked by tabloids, by the media. Because and Megan kept putting out the information it's not, it's just anyway. general information. And I still think that no matter where they go, they should have some kind of security protection, whether we're footing the bill or the states are footing the bill or Africa or New Zealand. It doesn't matter. Their lives are at stake. They should still have that protection. But they are and no it, longer working royals. They contribute absolutely nothing. It doesn't matter if they're royals. If your life was being threatened and stuff and you went to the police and said, I need help. I'm literally getting death threats. They're going to step in and help you. There's a difference between them stepping in and helping and giving full protection detail to Harry and Meghan, which would have cost over $5 million a year. Because it needed round-the-clock multiple people that they and asked for. who's to say that a regular citizen who might be a witness in a crime, they might need that protection. Or, they like, would have police protection they would as have. opposed to private security. And that's oh, the private thing. Security. Harry yeah, and Meghan obviously. wanted full-time private security on their grounds. I think that comes down to trust issues, though, too. Because it's like you don't want like rotating strangers doing your security. You want a team that you can trust and rely on. But they wanted to do on on also on an aspect, they weren't going to be paying any taxes. They weren't going to be contributing anything. They weren't going to do anything. 
Whereas a regular Canadian citizen is contributing taxes. It's it's all either thing. way. I don't as, have a problem with that. As far as I'm concerned, literally, if they stuck to what they said, if they stuck to the things that they had said and had gone on with that path, I'd have no issue. The problem is are that many of the things they've done since then. And many things like such as Megan's bullying, which is quite proven. Um, the fact that every time Megan said she was in danger because the paparazzi showed up, she was the one that texted them to tell where she was going to be. And that has been proven with IP addresses. So there's a lot of things out there that are just, it, it's fine. Like you like Megan, fine, no big deal. It's, yeah, but yeah, just, it's more just, there's a lot that goes on. And I am not a fan of her. I know some people are, you are, so no big deal. But it's, if they had just stuck to what they had said. It's all politics. I mean, yeah. we don't do that here. Yeah. So it's. Yawn. I, I'm not big on them at all. Like, no. Yeah. But also, like, if you, so, I mean, for, for Harry, I don't think this really has much because he was born into something. Whereas it boggles my mind when people become celebrities and they want to be actors and, it's not like you just, you know, walk into Hollywood one day and you're an actor the next. There's a very long process to becoming a famous actor. And so doing that, going into it, you know that your private life may be taken away. Yes, you deserve to have a private life, but part of being a celebrity is that people want to know things. Yeah. So There's still why are you now part. pissed off and surprised that, you know, you have people following you when you're a celebrity? You were the one that wanted to be an actor or an actress. You knew that would be part of the job, so suck it up, princess, and mm, just deal mm, with it. Like it was suck your it up, choice. Not princess. Like yeah. it was your choice to do that, and this is this is what follows. I honestly also think that if you look at it in, in Harry's perspective, he doesn't have a chance at the title. No. So why <laughs> bother living this life of being subjugated to having paparazzi in your face all the time and and having to watch yourself and not being able to show emotion when your mom well, is the, killed. and For the same reasons know. that the his cousins and stuff like that, the paparazzi is usually always in their face, too. The reason we don't see it here is because we're across the big pond, right? Yeah. So, but over there, all the other dukes and duchesses and stuff, they yeah. always have I that mean, kind of crap just, going on. I think on. Harry so, just really wants the same life that Diana wanted, which was a normal life without all that in his face, to be able to let his kids grow up in a normal way with um like without that and to have them actually have some freedom where he was not allowed to have that and now he's kind of got it and you can see it in his eyes actually that he's happy and i think that is the whole takeaway from this whole thing he's happy that's all that matters leave them alone i i have no problem one way or the other i don't care about her that much but. you know i vaguely remember when he was born and yeah I, I know he's royalty right and like that's the importance he has in my life and the rest of his family um on the flip side right i would certainly have to like with colleen right since the entire schism between him and the royal family um he is just and the family itself whether for whatever reason they may be searching for an anonymity and to disappear within the crowd, but it does seem to be the last thing that they are attempting to do. Just hang on a minute, right? But the horrible part about it all, right, is that if what you're saying, Sarah, is that that's what they deserve, and I would tend to agree. At the very conversation we're having here, the very existence of the show on Netflix, which I haven't watched, and that's why I haven't watched it, 
is denying <coughs> that. Yeah, but they had to agree to the show, correct? They had to agree. So if well, they wanted to be anonymous, why they do right? this? It, it's again, it's one of these things. If we're going to talk about why are these people not getting peace? And we have to be asking ourselves the question, why am I reading the article that's selling the paper, the magazine, the subscription about this story? So there is a Pazzarotti taking his picture. Yeah. Right? If I actually go, I'm just not going to buy the Enquirer, the Sun, the Star, the National, or watch any of these biopics as they come out, which are really reality TV more than history. Right? Um if I am going to feed the industry that is producing it, it's the same argument against porn. Yeah. Right? The very watching of the porn is feeding the industry that produces it. The very watching of this stuff that is scandalizing people or glorifying people in either direction, right, uh, is, again, it, it's an industry. And why are we supporting that industry? Yeah. Like right? every YouTube video with... you watch, every biopic, everything like that <clears throat> just adds to the whole... Let's let's find out more. Let's send more people in. Um, that's so, the big thing. I know something I want to find out more. Uh-oh. What do you guys want to... No, not back to porn. <laughs> I think someone has got a one-track mind here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not Matt. I probably had the least of it. Anyways, uh, God, now I forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, what kind of things do you guys want to see on the spotlight? Uh, for here, here on the spotlight, here, not like, see. No, well, talk about, talk, about. talk about, like, you guys here, what do you guys want to talk about? I know we created the red list, but that was because of uh, what I was seeing with uh, numbers and stuff like that. Uh, the red list is topics that we're not doing because they probably won't get much of a pull. They're usually about TV shows or that kind of thing. Uh, or, or movies sometimes too. Um, so a lot of the music stuff stayed, I think, because the music stuff was doing pretty good. Um, but oddly enough, one of the ones that was on the red list that did relatively okay recently was the Power Rangers one, but that was only because of the passing of Jason David Frank. Rest him wherever he ended up. I don't know. So I heard another story that if when you <laughs> see that white light and you go towards it, it's actually you transitioning from your old life into becoming a baby just then. So as you transition through the light, you're being born at the well, same time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah there's... Yeah, how many religions that... that um, direct flight. No, no, that, that just like... Yeah, contradict. Yeah, contradict. Yeah. yeah. But there are there are some religions. Well, the reincarnation. I have heard though. There's only one that I can actually. Uh, of the religions I've studied, whether funeral rites. Yeah. Uh, the only one that I can actually say can argue that, right, is uh, one of the native tribes of Madagascar, and they actually see death and birth. They don't, it's the same word. It's the same word. Okay. Right? So when someone dies, the end of the funeral is everyone gets drunk and goes to have an orgy in the woods. <laughs> right? Because because the yeah, door, yeah. <laughs> someone's passed through the and that's exactly it. Someone's passed through the door and someone's waiting to come back. So they're literally Yeah. Right? 
So I've I've heard ones where they talk about that it's kind of like it could be instantaneous or it could take like, a while, but it was more like was the person ready to start well, a new and life? And that's where you're going more into the Asian philosophies, Buddhism, yeah. Hinduism, and the like. And that's the that's the aspect of of reaching the point of consciousness where uh, you're going to if you go in and a lot of people when they die they go in and there's all of these doors available to them and they go ah I got to get out of here I'm dead and they jump into a door and like hell you know they only got six weeks to live but you know they're a spider right or something other yeah. right uh, and the concept is is that the longer you can hold on to before you enter a door the better your option becomes ah right? oh, okay I hate doors. I really do. You hate like them. What doors. do you don't like about the doors? Because sometimes they're pushed, sometimes they're pulling, and then you look stupid. So they make you look stupid. So I hate wow. doors. Wow. I That's only listen to them. The best. You just automatic walk. doors are great, but sometimes they don't open for me. <laughs> I, I like doors. Funk. I, I like, okay, being in a wheelchair, I freaking hate doors. They're either too narrow or those stupid places where they have two doors to open, but they lock one of the doors. And without the two doors being open, you're never going to get through them. So you're sitting there waiting for somebody to unlock the stupid I'm not, second door. It's insane. <clears throat> I'm not going to mention it, but I went to a high school that their front doors, right, were five doors. Right? Oh, God. So there was two swinging in the right direction, two swinging in the right direction. And then there's this middle one that just was. It didn't matter. One way or the other was off hinge, right? I am barreling through the school, and I'm just running right through these front door, front foyer doors, and I'm hitting the middle door, and that's the day I go, oh, I choose the wrong side. Full force into that door, pushing on the side, I think, is the hinge. I go flat onto the glass. It doesn't break. I go back six feet and land on my back. It's oh. like, oh. So, yes, I have, yeah, doors. <laughs> I, I remember, I will often use with my chair, I'll, I'll go towards a door and mm. I use my feet to kick the door open. So, I've got my feet out and I'm ready to, like, I'm hitting the door full force with a chair, especially if I'm going full speed. And I have hit a number of doors where I hit them with my feet and I'm going full speed and the door is flipping locked. And let me tell you, the jolt that sends up to my up, to up my legs is insane. The funniest door I ever went through, I once encountered this place, it only had a revolving door. And most places with a revolving door will have a door off to the side that the wheelchairs can use. Well, this place didn't. So I had to go through the revolving door in my wheelchair. That was flipping insane. I will never do that again. I seriously, I was like, I got stuck at a couple points. It was, it was nuts. Well, well you know what they That's say. like the miracle round from hell. <laughs> You know what they say, man who goes through airport door sideways is going to Bangkok. I, anyways, going back to... Yeah. And we're back to the dick. Um, everything comes back to the dick. That's where it all starts dick. and that's where it all finishes. So you asked what topics and stuff you want to see more of or yeah. hear more of or yeah. talk about more of. I'm thinking more true crime. Sarah wants true crime. It brings in... The listeners. The true crime is popular. Um, the only problem I have with it is all the death. But then again, half the conspiracy things deal with death too. So yeah. uh, I want to see more of the conspiracy stuff. I like the conspiracy. I like the I like the true crime. Um, I like conspiracy and true crime. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Nancy. I think you were talking about more of like the conspiracy theories and that kind of oh, thing. Oh, I love conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. 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 We're having a good time. We're not even drinking. No, I was thinking about it, but then I got really lazy, and that's no, how that. No. 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 
It would have been even worse if we did. Like, what about what about are there true crime conspiracies? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I can think of a couple off the top of my head where it's like there's something weird with them that doesn't I, go right. I, I want to talk about fake deaths and stuff like that. Ooh. Oh. Uh, no, there's a big Elvis conspiracy about that. There's a Michael Jackson one. Yep. There's a Paul. Yep. Well, I didn't know there was a Paul McCartney one. There was Andy Kaufman one that he uh, faked his death because, like, if any crazy guy would have, it would have been him kind of thing. Uh, Andy Kaufman was really weird that way. He would play tricks on the audience and, and that kind of thing without you even knowing. Yeah. Which is a fun thing about Andy Kaufman, for sure. But, crap, we could do a whole thing on just Andy Kaufman. Or you could just watch Man in the Moon by with Jim Carrey. That's pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Even the documentary about what it was like dealing with Jim because he's a method actor. Is oh, that what they call it? So he would have gotten right into the character of Andy Kaufman. It would have been like he was Andy Kaufman. Apparently he went to Andy's parents' place and they said it was like Andy came home for dinner. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he he he's literally he, he channeled Andy himself and became pushy and everything. And the method actors actually have a really hard time because um, it can do some pretty severe damage to them uh, mentally because they're constantly they're tr- when they're playing a character that's late, let's say is unhinged, they take it into themselves and it can cause a lot of mental issues with them. And they have to when they're done, they have to take time to ground themselves and become them again. Yeah, it, it's a very hard way of acting. Well, Jim Carrey in one of the interviews said that uh, with all the method acting and stuff like that, that. Uh, over the years, even the person of Jim Carrey is a character. Yeah. That's not even the real Jim Carrey. Because, the real Jim Carrey yeah. is nothing that he shows in, in person, like out in the public or anything else yeah. like that, right? It's a different person entirely. And apparently he was saying he's just tired of being someone else. Yeah. But, he doesn't even know who he is, you know? Now, here's here's the real question, right? Like, I'm hearing what you're saying, Jim Carrey and that, but... Point someone to me in the world who doesn't, that that isn't a true statement. That they have a lot of faces. There's the primary one they have on the outside. And even to your closest spouse, your closest friend, that one on the inside, they don't know. Yeah. Right? You, they, you never show. So that's what I mean. When you come to a lot of these people, a lot of these things that they're talking about is being like, oh, and I'm now like this. It's like, no, the rest of us are like that too. But the thing is, we're we're playing like like I have a mask I wear. I I, I have that all the time. But the mask is I'm still Batman. me. So Pirandello, right? Uh, his all of his plays deal constantly that one of his biggest images is the mask because all the way through it, it's the roles we are. That's how he designs his plays, whether they be tragedies or farces, is to work around the misconceptions of the different masks as people go through life. Yeah, but the thing is, when when the average person has their masks that they present to other people, it's still a mask that they've created on their own based on what they want to show. Whereas a method actor is portraying there themselves, but then they're portraying another person who already exists. Or they're portraying something that a writer has written for them. So it's not a mask that they have created themselves. But, and again, right? Um... I go home to my family, right? And I put on the family mask. Mm -hmm. That's been scripted by my family, not by me. Yep. Okay. Right? So I am playing a role to fit the character that I am now playing, 
different. No different. Right. Um, method acting, maybe I can see the point of not staying in the state because you're, you're purposely going out and adding more masks yes. to your collection. Right. But at the same time, that's a choice. Yeah. Right. Well, you chose they, it. They've chose. That's the thing. They chose that method acting was what they were going to do. That was how they were going to do it. That was their choice. So, yeah. I agree with both of what you guys are saying. I think you're right. Everybody has their own masks. I think when I'm here amongst, like, with Matt, when it's just Matt and I, I can talk a big game about how I deal with my family and stuff. But then when I'm in front of a certain family member, I become very submissive. And it's because I was trained that way. I would, So that's my mask there. And it's like, I feel like, I don't think anybody really knows their true self. I think everybody has their own mask that even to themselves, they hide their own mask. You guys got a rubber band that's come off. Oh, shit. I'm not lying. So, Peter, I wanted to ask you what kind of things do you want to see in the upcoming season? Um, You know, it's kind of weird. This thing? Right? Because you you all started talking about true crimes, and then you started talking about conspiracies and fake death conspiracies. Which, I gotta be honest, for me meant like, oh wow, we're talking about all of those people that I say we shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> so, for me, it's in an awkward space. Um, uh, I don't know how they're doing on the red list or whatever, right? Um, I'm more the weird, out there, bizarre science guy. Like, what happened, right, about that fusion thing that was on your site and then was off your site? The fusion thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, was, it showed up on your YouTube the other day, and it was about uh, someone had done cold fusion or, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. And then it was that... gone. Like, three hours later, I went looking for it, and it had been removed. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. there's a plot twist. Okay, so oh. to catch everybody up at home, they came forward and said that they uh, were able to do cold fusion. They took a piece of material about half the diameter of a BB and fired 137 some odd lasers into it. Yeah, they got one point. I thought they, uh, yeah, one point five, or I even heard one point three. So that was a point three more than the energy they put in, which essentially makes it free energy. I know you also said that you wanted to do more of the Mandela effects. Uh, We could do a Mandela effect again, but we would have to go back and make sure we're not repeating the old ones. Um, As for true crime, we don't necessarily have to cover like murder cases per se i would i like the focus on unsolved cases that could use the attention of a podcast or to bring it back into the mainstream focus like a, a case that well, needs that that rebump into the out of the cold and into the hot yeah or or even it, it's weird because there's so many that you talk about and, and oh I, thousands and, and yeah but but for me growing up and it's that age difference because there's all the ones that still aren't solved from when I was in my teens, mm-hmm. right? Like the doctor and the missing, you know, is it a medical instrument or isn't it? Dr. Shepard, right? And that murder case, which is still up in the air, yeah. right? Never really been answered. Same with Black Dahlia. Right? Black Dahlia, right? Have we really Nobody actually come? <laughs> do we know the definitive answer of the torso for here in Hamilton? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. No, we don't. I, I think it would also be a good thing to not just focus on true crime itself, like victims, but the different ways that Science has evolved into using genetic genealogy and the genealogy sites and stuff to be able to trace back family trees to connect them to killers that have not been found. And and like you take a look at the Golden State Killer and how they used that genetic genealogy DNA to find this guy who has 
who has been basically like out and about since he started killing until 2018 and all of a sudden boom there he is and he was a former police officer like that blows my mind and that's why i think when i talk about the john benet ramsey case i think that if the boulder city or boulder police department would get off their fucking asses and actually listen to john ramsey and john andrew ramsey and everybody else who has an interest in this case and actually do the job and solve it but i think they're just too afraid to look like morons because they're probably wrong they've got this in their head and they focus so much on the family that they don't want to be wrong. They should probably just start a GoFundMe and just get private detectives no. to do well, it themselves. John Ramsey himself has offered to pay for the genetic genealogy testing. He just wants that DNA handed over to a private lab, which oh, is why he's going through the governor. He's trying to get the governor to okay this. It's like, why is this taking so long? This shouldn't even be a question. This should have been done. As soon as this whole genealogy thing came um As soon as up, they screwed up on the case, it should have been given back as... It, it's, but as soon as this genealogy came into play, they should have been like, we need to be on this right now to solve this case. It's such a high-profile case that's been going on for 25 years. This yeah, little girl deserves justice. Who cares if we're wrong? Let's solve this case. At, at this point, it won't matter because A, you can't bring John Bonet back, but B, probably the perpetrator is dead. Actually, my question on it is, who are they trying to protect? Like, I would think, like, if they're so against doing it, is there something that they know and they're trying to protect somebody? Yeah, their self and their reputation. They don't care. But if they think they know who the killer, if they know who the killer is, they say the killer is a big known person. No, they think that the killer is one of the Ramseys, and they don't want to be wrong about that. Has changed my view on the case entirely because why would you fight for this magnificent piece of science that has come to light to help solve cases if you thought for one minute that somebody in your family was guilty and they know for a fact that it's a male genetic profile they just so that kind of does patsy burke john andrew and john himself were already cleared of this they know that that dna and their blood types did not match so they don't care they keep saying no no they one of them did it one of them did it so I'm like, all right, then take that DNA, push it through the genetic genealogy, and let's get this thing tested so we can close this and give that girl some peace and her father some peace because he's in his 70s. He's not going to be long, around long. So after he goes, it's only going to be John Andrew, his her half-brother, his other son, to fight for her. And how long can that go on? Like, when, like Patsy already died not knowing the truth and the outcome and, you know, being ridiculed as a parent. And maybe she wasn't the best. I don't know her, you know. Um, but I have to say, the most important thing is giving this little girl some peace and have her get her justice. And yes, there is that big possibility that the person responsible is dead. But at least we have answers. Kind of some things that I'd like to hear about or that I think would be good is, like everyone knows about John Binet. What about all the kids out there or all the people out there who we have never heard anything about them? Um, Their names have never been brought up. That'd be kind of cool. The other thing is, like, I love historical crime. Um, And I love how the process of historical crime has changed um, detective work. And how, like, like in England, they didn't used to even have a, a police force. And then there were a couple of really mainstream murders that taught them that we need to have police. And then they started... They discovered fingerprints. They discovered... So some of the history behind all that, like, I mean, I love The Brides in the Bath. Um, you know, that was a... I think that was 1920s, 1930s murders, somewhere in there. 
um, in England. Like, I love the historical ones. I would like uh, to do some of the more obscure missing persons. So, like your Amelia Earhart, kind of. Ambrose Small. Hmm? Yes, there's a question about Amelia. Just something I saw on YouTube, right? It just came up, and it was an article very quickly read, right? But, But supposedly, yeah, we do just recently have found evidence of her. Maybe we'll know whether or not she was coercing with Japan. See, a, a big one I know for Canada that's that's been a, a Canadian one for many years is Ambrose Small, uh, a very wealthy billionaire who disappeared, I think it was in the 20s, no trace ever found. No idea what happened. He just disappeared into the fog one night. But yet, Harrison Ford can down a plane every other weekend and walk away and go film a movie. <laughs> yeah, but I know the big Canadian one is like the mystery of Ambrose Small. I think that was his name, Ambrose Small. But yeah, like there's a lot of missing persons out there where it's like, what the heck happened? They just disappeared, you know, and you have no idea, and especially on some of these really old ones. Well, you, you know, know what they say, follow, follow the money, because that's usually where it is. So we can actually end there if you guys are good on everything. Alrighty. So thanks for joining us on this free for all Christmas special, and we'll see you guys next season. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays.